Donald Trump is having lunch with lawmakers about border changes in the White House residence, the government is now partially shut down, and the border wall has a GoFundMe page up, and it's doing way better than you think. It's the Jay Doherty Podcast, episode number 53. Chicago. Here's your host, Jay Doherty. Well, hello everyone. Happy holidays. It is one o'clock on the dot on Sunday, December 23rd, 2018, and we are broadcasting live. Listen to this music. Happy holidays. shut down now for one day, 13 hours, and, uh, well, actually, one day, 14 hours, it's gonna be, uh, it's actually 59 minutes and 52 seconds, as according to my clock here, but, uh, it's about to be in four seconds here, it's about to be one day and 14 hours that it's been shut down for a partial amount of time, uh, but on this episode, I actually sent out an email to some of the people, not all, but the people who've been following me for, for subscribe to the podcast for quite some time, and I said, you know, it's a holiday, I want to give you something, or I want to, you know, help you uh, kind of choose the content, and uh, they said that they kind of want to maybe take a break from the political stuff, but they still want to talk about it, so, so it was kind of split down the middle, um, in terms of like, it was kind of more of like a survey type thing, and... Um, you know, half of them basically said, you know, I want to talk about political, half of the stuff just said, yeah, why don't we take a break of it, break from it, talk a little bit about something else. Uh, there's a lot of political stuff to cover, so I'm still going to talk about that, of course. Um, but yeah, isn't this music great? Uh, it's the Deck the Halls remix. And it, of course, is in full beautiful stereo there for you to enjoy uh here on the Jay Doherty podcast um so yeah there's a lot to talk about hope you like yeah you like that intro uh uh there's a lot to talk about so uh, we're going to talk about lawmakers they're talking about uh the shutdown they're on Capitol Hill of course as we speak and they were uh yesterday of course and I actually was planning to record yesterday uh to in broadcast live to talk about this uh this stuff because the uh the Senate floor is actually open uh to talk about how this could um you know how we could still possibly change um you know the existence or non-existence of a shutdown, um, you know, at the time, and they were kind of just going back and forth. Um, but we'll take we'll take a look at the full timeline and see whatever whatever what uh, what's happening here um, in terms of the partial government shutdown that actually happened at midnight. Uh, you know, uh, so it was interesting. I was actually up and I, I I saw the breaking news update. I was very interested to see if the government would actually shut down. We'll go over exactly what that actually means because, um, you know, government shutdowns are oftenly talked about. They're, they're, is off, yeah. they're, they're talked about in a very often manner. And, you know, so I, I think a lot of times people uh, might not know exactly what that means. They, you know, some people think, oh, well, is, you know, are there, there going to be no police officers, the post office, you know, all that? No. 
it, it's just, we'll, we'll go over the exact definition of what it is and what everything is, and how, it, you know, things are affected by it in this episode. We'll also talk about uh, border security. That actually has a big part to do with the government shutdown, but totally unrelated note, there is a border wall GoFundMe page that was created by Trump's voters, I, I, Trump's support group, and... That GoFundMe page has done so incredibly well that in six days, they raised $16,026,492 of their $1 billion goal. Yesterday, when I was looking at this at about uh, noon, uh, yesterday it was at $14 million. They've raised $2 million in just over one day, and, you know, it's a bunch, a bunch of people, I'm looking at, you can actually see the, the live donation feed, there's people are giving $100, $80, $20, $25, $10, and, you know, it, the, the, the thing is called, <laughs> we the people will fund the wall, now, I don't know if any of this money is actually going to go to the United States federal government for it, but, there's a guy, so his name is Brian Colfage, I believe is how you say his name, Colfage, and he created this. He's a Purple Heart recipient, and he's a veteran. He um, wanted to um, raise awareness, of po- supposedly, about his uh, political beliefs um, and talk about this GoFundMe page. 263,314 people have contributed to that, by the way, to achieve the $16 million uh, currently raised number uh, of the $1.0 billion goal. And we'll link to that GoFundMe page exactly uh, at my website, j com. But the main story, oh yeah, and the other thing is, uh, if you didn't see, you probably have, but James Mattis is uh, sent set to resign uh, because apparently, uh, according to him, Mr. Mattis, uh, or General Mattis, uh, he does not, a lot of the views that he has about certain, uh, pursuing defense and the strategy behind that pursuit of defense, uh, is very different from Trump, and the ideolo- the ideologies that they both have, um, are very different, and, uh, so supposedly Mattis just does not, you know, want that to, their relationship to be existent in the future. Um, but yeah, so we'll talk about that last, and I believe that's it. Um, at, there's some news about Adam Schiff. To talk, he's uh, said that he's prepared to force um, Robert Mueller to report if the White House blocks, and, and there's there's some other stuff. There's um, a, a lot of other uh, kind of international news that doesn't have to do with politics, um, but there have been a couple of recent disasters in Indonesia, and there's a big tsunamis. Uh, perhaps we'll get to that at the end as well. But let's start with the timeline of this whole partial government shutdown. Um, that is what now analysts are saying. It probably is going to continue after Christmas. So, uh, if we take a look at what happened, so at midnight, uh, on, um, let's, let's actually take a look at the exact dates here, because on midnight, um, the, it, it shut down, um, yesterday at midnight, and, um, yeah, yesterday, I, I, I don't know, sometimes, yes, yesterday at midnight, the government shut down, sorry, I was looking at a bunch of documents here, um, because, 
the government, the um, you know Trump and lawmakers uh, in the in the Senate were unable to come to the, to an agreement for his uh, long promised five billion dollar border wall. Now, okay, first of all, this is not going to be passed, right? I mean, just it's just not it, it's unrealistic in my view, and it is unrealistic in many analysts' views because it's just it's impossible. Like, we don't have the money. The United States does not have the money. We do not have, per se, the power. Uh, I mean, I, technically we do, but it's not. It's just not going to happen. And, you know, of course he campaigned about this. Uh, he basically won the election off of this whole border wall, tougher border security, um, and, and things like that. That's basically his main support base would actually come through that, uh, through that, um, you know, that tougher stance on immigration and everything. Um, in fact, I'm going to see if we can get um, a compilation here of every time um, Trump uh, mentioned the border wall uh, over his campaign. Um, and, you know, he based so, so he's trying, right? He, he's trying to get it passed. And I think his, vo- his voters, his support group are very happy that he's trying. But I don't know if they've come to the realization collectively that it's just not going to happen. Because, you know, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I really do not. And I don't think many um, stable-minded people do either. I just do not think that the border wall will happen. Uh, but anyway, at the moment, there's still negotiations that were, uh, you know, that were happening on Capitol Hill. Um, in fact, Mitch McConnell, the Senate Majority of Leader of Senate Majority Leader, of course, uh, said that the Senate had pushed the pause button, that's literally his quote, uh, until Trump and uh, the Democrats came come, came to an agreement. Um, so, yeah, um, in terms of the actual funding of this um, 75% of the federal government, uh, they, they actually funded it... Um, th- Congress has funded the federal government through September 2019, um, and that also, of course, includes the Defense Department and Pentagon. So, uh, you know, we're we're pretty set. It's just at the moment, uh, you know, there's obviously a very large disagreement about border security, and um, I don't know if you were watching, uh, but of course, uh, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are having a very um, contentious meeting in the Oval Office, and um, according to Schumer, Chuck Schumer, he said that we're still very far apart, so they're still not coming to an agreement about this, and, uh, you know, it's just, you know, it's, they're, they're still very, very far apart in terms of their agreement, their political views and everything, um, in terms of border security, I feel like I'm rambling, but it's, it's true, because there's a lot of facts that, you know, come up, um, in fact, uh, yesterday, um, at 12.55 p.m., Trump tweeted out at, uh, I'm sorry, yes, at, um, 11.02 a.m., uh, Trump actually tweeted out, Sorry, uh, the the update was made at 12.55, and the tweet was tweeted out at 11.02 yesterday. Trump said, We will be having lunch in the White House residence with a large group concerning border security. And Mitch McConnell was actually asked, the Senate Majority Leader, of course, if he was going to be attending the lunch, and he said that he was not going to the lunch. He did not say if he was invited or not. He just said that he is not going to go. 
Um, there's also a couple um, of aides, Democratic aides, that will not be attending the lunch, um, and I don't think any Democrats, uh, as of what I know and as of what the uh, news media knows, uh, that there is no uh, factual evidence that would infer that any member of the Democratic Party uh, would be at what you know is invited to this lunch, and of course it ended now. But at the time, I do not believe uh, that any Democrats or any Democratic leadership would uh, be in attendance to the launch. Um, But now, uh, as of 18 hours ago, of course, because uh, the the shutdown happened yesterday, um, they're they're saying that it's probably going to run through Christmas. So, um, a couple things that happened uh, yesterday, there were basically four major things that happened uh, on Saturday, yesterday. Um, on Twitter, of course, Trump said that he's going to remain in Washington, D.C. instead of his original plans to go to his Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida, um, and he, that was, those were his initial plans, of course, and I'm going to try and see, uh, I don't know why I don't have this up, but on Twitter, the exact quote um, Mr. Trump said, I will not be going to Florida because of the shutdown dash staying in the White House. Hashtag make America great again. So I suppose that's good. Um, people have been referring to him as the Palm Beach president, although he claims to and uh, evidently works out of his Mar-a-Lago estate, even though, you know, it's much smarter to stay in the White House, in my opinion. Um, in terms of what his uh, friend is doing, Mr. Mike Pence is doing, he's returned to Capitol Hill, of course, uh, where he's going to meet with Chuck Schumer, um, you know, f- now that he's not he's not going to be asleep during the meeting, uh, if you didn't see the other video, I'll have it embedded on my website, but uh, it, he looked like he was about half dead when he was, uh, when, when Schumer and, and Pelosi and Trump were talking about and negotiating uh, certain, you know, deals and things about, um, the, the difference in their views on border security and border patrol. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, uh, you know, we have, we've rarely seen, I mean, there's been about four times that Mr. Pence has um, made any stunning news developments uh, about anything that he's ever said or done, so, you know, I don't know, maybe he's just a face going there, or maybe he, you know, will shine in, in the private spectrum of, uh, political and senatorial, well, that's not even a word, uh, <laughs> and Senate existence within these negotiations, um, but, yeah, so, it'll look at what, uh, the other side of the political spectrum on the Democratic side, uh, Chuck Schumer said in a speech, uh, on the, on the floor, in, in the, in, when he, when, you know, when they were on the Senate floor, uh, negotiating this shutdown or trying to, you know, make changes to it, he said, President Trump, as a direct statement, if you want to open the government, you must abandon the wall, plain and simple, so, of course, they do not want to uh, back down, Trump does not want to back down whatsoever, and uh, neither does Schumer, um, so, you know, it, it, this seems to be, I don't know, I don't, I, I have no idea how they will ever come to a feasible agreement about border walls, uh, and this, so, I mean, basically, in my view, in the logical sense of being, you know, relatively, res- like, constrained with your budget, and actually looking at the numbers instead of just doing what you think will be the best short-term for the country, the Democrats will win, 
Um, and that's, in my opinion, more, it's more of, like, not even a political view, it's more of a, um, just a logical practicality, um, point of view, um, because, first of all, we're broke, right, we're, we're, the gov- the United States federal government is $24 trillion in debt, it gets worse every single day, China tries to pay us off, and eventually, they're gonna have control over us, you know, right, so, we don't have the money to build this border wall, that Trump is p- proposing. And we don't even need it. You know, like, he, we don't need it. So, you know, whether or not they'll come to the realization that that is a reality is unknown, but, you know, we can obviously hope. Um, and that's, you know, I, I know that, you know, that's why I say I'm independent, because some of the stuff I say is, you know, kind of conservative, some of the stuff is, uh, more on the left, but that is basically where I stand from the practicality point of view of, um, you know, governmental structure, it would be very, very, very stupid to build a border wall at this time. It just... That's that's the reality, and you know, in terms of the budget, and in in terms of you know border security. Now, do we need to ramp up border security, and do we need to make sure that the legal process is followed in terms of border security? Yes, 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 we do. But the, you don't need to build a five billion dollar wall for that to happen. <laughs> you really don't. You can you know give a very generous amount of perhaps like two hundred million dollars, which. We don't have, but it's still, you know, $4.8 billion less than $5 billion uh, to, you know, help with border security. And, you know, it, we have ICE and the Immigration Department is incredibly, incredibly powerful, and they do a very, very good job at protecting the border. Um, and, you know, they just need to ramp it up, and they don't have the funding. The government does not have the funding. So if Trump orders, you know, makes an executive order to do something, instead of being so focused on this wall, this ideology of a big fat wall that's blocking people, it would just be better, and it would be more logical for not only the people who are trying to come into this country, but for the well-being of the people who live in it. And, you know, sure, that's an opinion, but it's based off of facts. So, you know, I don't know. That's kind of my rant about it, but that is what my, uh, that's what I'm saying. So, in terms of this GoFundMe page, well, you know, is this a joke? I don't think so. I think, you know, people are really passionate about this, and I don't, I, I don't, I'm not kidding when I say that. Um, there are a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people that are very forward and very, um, pro-border wall, um, and this GoFundMe page, and let's see if they've raised any more money within the last 16 minutes, and it looks like they have, they're now at, uh, 16,037,370, and actually, (laughs) the most recent donation was a guy named Robert Frost, so, you know, (laughs) uh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, for a border wall donation, so, uh, you know, that, that's very interesting, there, uh, I don't know, is this, is this a joke, I don't think so, I really don't, um, people have speculated that it is, but I don't think it is, I think that there are a lot, a lot, a lot of people that do really heavily support the border wall, and, um, we're approaching in a, here in about, uh, 13, or 12 seconds here, um, the half, well, we're approaching the 20-minute mark on the podcast, and what I'm gonna actually do, uh, is switch over to a totally different, oh, I'm sorry about that, my mic there, 
I'm actually going to go ahead and switch over to a totally different topic um, where I'm going to talk about something new that I'm going to pursue in terms of my uh, kind of technological endeavors. It is coming up next on the Jay Doherty Podcast. So this big new technological endeavor that I have chosen to pursue, uh, and this is the other part of the episode that uh, the people that um, wanted non-political things should listen to, um, this is what it's actually going to be. So I'm actually opening a brand new uh, IT-based so information technology based um, kind of service that I'm offering, and it's basically what it is is it's going to be freelance IT facilitation and management for people uh, either at very 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 small businesses or people who have personal um, homes and personal uh, kind of pieces of technology that they want to be managed and they don't want to have to deal with the you know inevitable problems that come up with, um, you know, technology and the management of it, um, so, yeah, that's what I'm doing, um, I'm working on the sales page right now, you can actually go to my website, uh, the front page has been updated, and the service is actually going to be called JDIT, yay, <laughs> so that's, of course, J. Doherty Information Technology, and it rhymes, um, and I'm, the logo actually looks cool, it's not on the website yet, I am still, uh, working on all of the logistics of the sales page and everything, but uh, it, it's on there, um, you know, right now the you can see a little bit of a sneak peek of what will be there. Um, but a couple of things that I'm uh, working on right now, uh, the three basic services that are going to be offered on this uh, new platform that I'm creating. Um, number one, data management. So uh, I can actually integrate my Genesis server to host um, small business data management. Or even if you have a home media server, I can host it through Plex and Proxies. Um, and I can basically be your admin remotely for your systems administration, and, um, you know, if anything goes down, I'm basically responsible, I can help you, um, and get it back up, of course, if you use this data management, um, system that will be integrated with Genesis, um, in terms of uh, another thing that we offer, uh, systems administration, of course, that is something that, or, well, I offer. Systems administration is something that is uh, very, very important, and a lot of people don't really understand the con, the they don't really understand the concept of systems administration um, in in homes uh, and why they need it, uh, <laughs> because a lot of times what happens, and, and, you know, systems administration can even, can be very, very complicated, and that you deploy servers constantly, and that you're managing, you know, servers and networks, and, you know, overviewing the tasks that go on with those servers constantly, or it can just be, you know, someone there, remotely or in person, to fix your technological problems that will occur within your smart home or network-attached devices. And I'm not saying NAS is, like, network-attached storage devices, but um, I'm talking about, like, you know, computers, anything that's attached to a network that I or someone that I will have set up the network. It's probably just going to be me, but, you know, in the case that I expand... I'm just saying that as a disclaimer. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you just have, if you want someone to fix the problems that you have in your technology, which is basically inevitable, 
this service is basically for you. And none of this is actually finalized, basically. Uh, but you know, this is this is basic. This is the basic premise of what I'm going to be offering here on on this service. Um, another thing that I plan to do is smart home facilitation. Um, so I don't know if if any of you who I'm speaking to right now have a smart home. Uh, a lot of the companies that actually set up the smart homes are the companies that have products that set up the smart home. They will set it up, they'll come in, they'll set it up, and they'll either leave you there, just, you know, to leave you to your own devices to figure everything out, or uh, they will offer a, you know, $100 per month service or per year service, uh, well, probably per month, I, I don't know, I mean, the, the prices are way too high regardless of whatever you're doing, um, but... Basically, what happens is the companies charge way too much for, um, you know, their installation fees. They're high, but they're fine, uh, in my opinion. But the actual management upkeep of this, of, of that, is in most cases very, very high. And if you want someone uh, to manage your uh, smart home, your your facilitation of, you know, security cameras, um, network um, you know, network overviews, um, things like your cable, your AV systems, your home theater, if you have that, um, you know, lighting, if you have smart home lights, you know, you know, Amazon Echoes and Google Homes and things like that, if they're all attached to, uh, you know, a network, um, we can, uh, or I can, of course, help with that. When I say we, I'm referring to JDIT as a whole. Um, so those are basically the three main things I offer, or that, you know, that are going to be offers. Uh, systems administration, smart home facilitation, and data management um, in terms of IT. Um, and then, of course, I'm going to offer things like migration and some other stuff that's going to be coming up. But also now an email to everyone who's on my list about this. Uh, of course, if you want to get that email, it's j-doherty.com slash newsletter, j-doherty.com slash newsletter if you're interested. Um, and yeah, I mean, that that's basically what's happening. It'll be cool, it'll be interesting, and something new, something that I definitely want to pursue. It'll probably be taken far more seriously over the summer, um, but, you know, uh, I'm starting it now, so if you have any inquiries or questions, let me know, uh, com slash newsletter, um, and yeah, I'm pretty sure that's basically it in the terms of political schemes and existent, uh, and existent existences, um, but in terms of, uh, some cool content that I wanted to share with you, this is my last little thing I wanted to share. Um, Marquez Brownlee, who's a, a YouTube uh, YouTuber, MKBHD, he released a video called My YouTube Rewind 2018, and if you didn't know, YouTube Rewind, this thing that where YouTube puts out every single year where they go over the best highlights of the whole year, and they do it in one video, and it's very professionally kind of put together, and this year it was a total failure, it has the most dislikes on any YouTube video ever, and there's creators that are responding to this, and uh, Mr. Marquez Brownlee just put out a video about 43 minutes ago about it. So I wanted to share that with you. I um, thought it was very interesting that he put that out. Um, but yeah, so um, I think we're going to sl- uh, close out, of course, um, with a, uh, a a Christmas song, or a holiday song, I apologize. I do celebrate Christmas for anyone who was uh, cu- uh, curious. Um, but... Uh, 
This is a great song. It's actually in honor of my grandfather. I'm actually going to put out an episode about him where my cousin actually did an interview with him. Um, and it was a great interview. I actually edited it and everything. We just have to put some dates and finalize some logistics on it. But I wanted to put, play this song here because it was one of his favorite songs. And uh, it's here on the podcast. And I just wanted to play it here for you. It's Let It Snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight How I'll hate going out in the storm But if you really hold me tight All the way home I'll be warm And the fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye But as long as you'd love me so Let it snow, let it snow and snow Make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast. You can do that in many ways. Sign up for the newsletter. That's it. Happy holidays, everyone. This is going to be the last episode that I put out before Christmas Day. So uh, be certain. When we finally kiss goodnight. To subscribe. How Have a great day. going out in the storm. But if you really grab me tight. All the way home I'll be warm. Oh, the fire is slowly dying. And my dear, we're still goodbye. But as long as you love me so, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow.